Yeah. Yeah, old school. That's what I'm talking about. Listen, this ain't for everybody. Some of y'all need to hear this. I know you're in the trenches fighting, but check it out. I'm going to put it down like this so I can help the saints understand. Everything you're going through is all part of the master plan. Or what? You thought because you got saved, everything was going to be peaches and cream? You better wake up, son. Don't nothing come to a sleep but a drink. Faith without works is dead. Read your Bible. You know what it says. He who don't work, don't eat. Slackers don't get fed. Huh? Yeah. Jesus said, he who puts his hands to the plow looks back the same ain't fit. Some of y'all ain't been in the church five minutes and you're about ready to quit. I ain't mad at you. I'm just hitting you with the real. If you die for me and I was still tripping, now how you think that make you feel? Check this out. Deep game. This here's deep. Some of y'all ain't sawing nothing but you started trying to reach. But after him who's able to possess your father by his glory. Struggles might be part of your testimony, but it ain't the end of the story. Now the point is this prophesied way back in the day. Choir, sing your hook right here and see if the church can relate. so much for having me today. Appreciate it. Oh, man. It's uh, actually our pleasure, man. I had the opportunity to put my ear on your music, and uh, you definitely got a message. You got a story, and you got some things to share with our audience. Yeah, I hope so. Uh, It's uh, been an interesting life and a a fantastic journey so far, and uh, uh, it's a pleasure to speak with you today, my man. I've been checking your bio out and 
Whew, it's an honor. Honor to be here. I got the studio all cleaned up just for you. <laughs> man, look, I love it. I love it, man. Well, look, you know what they say, each one teach one and, and, and men and, and men sharpen men and steel sharpen steel. So this is how we spread the word. This is how we spread the love, you know? Amen. <laughs> yes, yes. I have a friend. Actually, he's my first cousin. He's a minister. You know, he's always talking about going to church and, you know, his church and how big his congregation is. And I say, well, man, I minister people every week, man. And, and, and my congregation, I can't even count the members, you know. And, and I think that's what we do on this show. We, we really strive to uh, have a platform. Uh, where, you know, artists such as yourself can come on and, and talk to other inspiring artists, man, and hope they impart from some of your wisdom so they can do some of the things that you've done, talent-wise and everything else. Well, for sure. Everybody has a story to tell, and uh, I believe very strongly that we, as human beings, learn from each other's stories. And the more we can share with each other, communicate with each other, uh, I believe the better we can understand each other and maybe <laughs> maybe find a way out of the ditch that we have uh, sometimes dug ourselves into uh, as society. So hopefully we can, uh, we can move things forward by, by this type of exchange. Yes, yes. Well, you know, I, I always like to, you know, start off with um... – you know, I know we got a gang of questions lined up for you, man, but I'd like to start off with, you know, you telling our fans and listeners, you know, who you are, man. Just, I like to hear from the artists, and I know they do too. They don't want to hear me talk. They want you to tell them who you are, where you come from, um, how you got started in the music, how you got bit with this thing. Sometimes I call it a curse. Sometimes I call it a blessing. But once we bit <laughs> with it, we don't know what else to do. <laughs> well, uh yeah, appreciate the chance to share this. But, yeah, Pat Murphy, I'm from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. My legal given name is actually Paul. Uh, but uh, they called me Pat. It just became a nickname that went with Murphy. And that's too long of a story to explain it, but that's how that happened. But, uh, yeah, I was playing bass with a band in Philadelphia, um, you know, back there just right on the outskirts of town. And, in fact, I just got talk- talking to one of my friends this morning. Uh, we were reminiscing about us growing up playing music. And we played a lot of Cool and the Gang and James Brown and did some Earth, Wind and Fire, a little bit of Motown, but that's that's kind of where we came from. And um, when I was in high school, I, uh, I, we were just coming out of the race ride to the 60s. And uh, it was, uh, the tension in the air was pretty thick. And uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm kind of giving away my age a little bit, but I'm proud of it. I'm okay. <laughs> Well, and you know, not really, because I was just fin- I was just finna ask you about uh, Philadelphia International and Gamble and Huff. Yeah, Gamble and Huff, Philadelphia International. Yeah, it, you know, you got the OJs, you got Hall and Oates, you got uh, uh, Teddy Pendergrass. Everybody came out of there. You know, Philadelphia was. Uh, but you know, when I was growing up, I thought I thought this was normal for everybody. Everybody could go downtown and get a cheesesteak. Everybody can hop on the subway. And it wasn't until I got out of Philadelphia and realized that, oops, <laughs> it's a different world out there outside of Philly, you know. And uh, I really appreciated the experience to do the traveling that I have done uh, that has um, 
I think that has a, certainly enriched my soul as a human being and and uh, just communicating and, and relating to people all over the world has been very special, very special experience for me. Yeah, I think that's that's a, a, a monument experience in, in, in every artist's life, and I, and I I hope and pray and wish that more artists get that opportunity to get off their block, so to speak. I, I say a lot of people on their block, you know, they never get to the next city uh, or the next state, let alone the next country. Uh, and, and once they have that opportunity to go out and see there truly is a big world out there, and um, I don't know, it's a little different than reading stuff in the book. Oh yeah, for sure. It is what it is what we do as artists, and and you know, I mean, you are well, you are a triple threat. And I understand why they call you the talent, uh, but you know, you are, you act, you sing, you play the tennis sax, you met up with everybody who's who's anybody, and. Um, that is it is it is our mission uh folks like us and all the other artists out there listening in it is what we do to to attempt to inspire people with what we have been through in our lives with what we experience uh with what we feel uh that's what it's all about you know and if, as long as we can do that i think we have uh, we we have a chance to enrich each other enrich enrich the environment that we are in be it good or be it bad, but it's it is it is we, we play the play the hand we are dealt, as the saying goes, and we do the very best we can. As long as we treat each other right, I think we got uh, I think we got everything happening, you know. I don't know, Pat. I think I was set up, bro. I mean, uh, the little country town I come from, we had three choices: you played music, played sports, or pick cotton. Yeah, Bonham, Texas. I, you know, I was looking at Bonham. It's way north of Dallas, and uh, you know, population ten thousand. Man, <laughs> <laughs> look, we we used to could go through the whole town in first gear. <laughs> <laughs> Bonham, Texas. Well, you know, uh, all all sorts of songs written about growing up in a small town. You know, and um, I remember we used to go visit. Uh, our cousins that lived in uh, New Jersey, uh, in the farm country out there, and man, you know, there's cornfields and and uh, you know, big. We, me and my brother, we used to climb this great big pile of of corn cobs that were piled up out there in the back. And you know, if we knew then what we know now, we probably wouldn't go anywhere near that. But uh, you know, the, the, the small town experience, you know, is very cool. Is it, very you're right there with everybody, you know. Everybody knows everybody, and that's a good thing, and it could be a bad thing, too. But there you go. <laughs> hey, look, you, you can't do nothing on one side. Huh? Yeah, that, that, that somebody else doesn't know. Well, I was going to say, I, I think of, I remember the name Bonham because I think of the drummer John Bonham, and I wonder if he ever floated through there and smiled, you know. All, all we had was uh, – uh, um, uh, some of Wyatt Earp's people, uh, some cowboys back in the day. Uh, came out. They actually came out of Fannin County. I mean, they don't ever really say Bonham. They say Fannin County. Okay, gotcha. Well, yeah, I remember going through Texas. Uh, we I don't remember what town, but my my father and my mother and all of us uh, in the family uh, at that time just my my brother and my sister. I got a younger sister that came along later. 
this is way back uh, in the 60s, and we were we traveled across country in a 62 Chevy station wagon, and uh, we went we went right through the middle of the country, and we went through the north panhandle of Texas. We were heading out to California, and uh, you know, the uh, it was the first time that I saw for real cowboys wearing cowboy hats and stuff. And uh, we went through the stopped at this gas station uh, to gas up. And uh, the guy that was filling the tank, you know, they, they didn't let you do it by yourself back then. They had the guy fill the tank for you. This guy, big old guy with a big beer belly, came out with his cowboy hat. And he said, he looked at our, our license plate, said Pennsylvania. And he goes, woo-wee, you guys come a long way. <laughs> He says, where are you heading? And my dad says, uh, L.A. He goes, woo-wee, you got a long way to go, too. experience with Texas, and also we had our first taco out there, you know? So, um, you know, and that was, I was about 12 years old back then. And I... Uh, well, cool. back then they used to make they used to put a back then they used to make a big old basket full of chicken and that's what you ate all the way. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Well, my mother always had she made sure she had lunch packed, and we had food to eat on the way up. But we saw that taco stand and we had to try it because it was new and different for us at the time, you know. So uh, yeah, but that yeah. Yeah, I, I remember that uh, big old bucket of chicken too. That uh, yeah, that was good stuff. Oh yeah! Hey, look, it'd be cold too, boy, but we'd be munching and rolling. <laughs> so yeah, man, I was uh, I so, come a long way from Philadelphia, but I still I still miss it. Uh, a lot of things about it. It is it is home, and uh, I still have family and lots of friends there. And uh, I think my, I think some of them might be listening in. So a shout out to uh, everybody out there, uh, particularly in Willow Grove. And uh, out in the country there, out in the Libbits. Yeah, so, yeah, got that, that's where my peeps are. And uh, we still oh, we still talk a lot. Great. We still hang out, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. so Pat, what inspired uh, the Paul Howard Project, or did uh, uh, Up With People come first? Up With People came first. Which would you like me to start with? Uh, well, let's go, go from I the first to the second. <laughs> right, man. Let's well, go one, two, three. I started, uh, yeah, up with people. I was, I was saying, I, I saw them when they, uh, back in the probably the early seventies when I was in high school, and um, we were just coming out of the race riots of the sixties. It was look, Lamont, it was so bad. I'm, I don't know if they had this in, in Beaumont, uh, but uh, when when I was in high school, it was so bad. It was like, hey, you see that white dude over there? Yeah. Go punch him. Now, here's the thing. When I was in high school, I was in, I was in theater. I was in the orchestra, uh, in the band a little bit, you know, in the high school band. And they said, go punch that guy. Why? Because he's white. Well, that dude plays the trumpet. And if I punch him, he's not going to be able to play the trumpet anymore. But we're not going to sound very good as a band without the lead trumpet. So it was just... Uh, it, it, it was just awkward for me because I had friends from all races. I had obviously I grew up in the black community, so most of my friends were black. But I had I knew I knew the white dudes and, and some other people around there, you know. But um, 
when Upper People came to my school and they did this performance, and I'm telling you, at that time, they were jamming. They had a live band. They had some people that could sing. Uh, a big group of people. It was like 100 people in the cast. And they performed, and, and I said, man, I got to see what this is. You know, they were from they were from 22 different countries around the world. I mean, we were worried about black and white, but here they had black, they had white, they had Japanese, they had German, they had Swedish, they had Mexico, they had people from everywhere you can imagine, Africa, you know, all of, you know, a couple of people from the African continent. And it was like, whoa, how did they put this together? And so I started talking to the people about it, and they said, yeah, you know, you, anybody can join, even you, <laughs> and even me. So I you know, had an interview, got hooked up. They wanted me to play the bass a little bit. So I said, man, it, you know, okay, I'll play the bass for them. And the next thing I knew, I got invited to travel around the world with other people. I stayed with host families all year long. I uh, stayed with about 80 host families that year. And boy, I, I, there's another experience for you. Man, you're talking about learning from people's stories. You know, one of the things I remember it was, uh, I, we were traveling all over the United States. We went to this little town uh, in Kansas. It was not so little anymore, but Topeka, Kansas. And there was a family there. I still remember their names, the Krivyonskis, mom and dad and the little son. And the boy's name was Johnny, Johnny Krivyonsky. He was about maybe five years old at the time. And here I am, this black dude, sitting on the couch in their living room, and mom's on one side of the room, dad's on the other, and little Johnny's just kind of wandering around. I'm just sitting there on the couch with my hands folded, looking one way, then the other way. And here comes little Johnny. And Johnny breaks the silence. Back then, I had a great big afro. And I don't know if you had an afro okay. back in the day, Lamont, but you know what I'm getting at. This little boy comes up, yeah. he digs his hand into my afro. And now there's a big dent in it. I'll go, oh, man. And, you know, and I had two choices. I could either say, get away from me, or I could use the opportunity to educate. And I decided the latter. I got my Afro pick out and put it back in shape. And mom says, Johnny, Johnny, don't do that. I said, no, it's okay. It, it, you know, he doesn't know me. He's just curious, and you kind of feel on my hair. And, he, you know, it's okay, mom. It's okay, mom. And then next thing I know, mom's up there. Oh, do you mind if if if, if I go ahead? <laughs> what the heck? Pops over there reading the paper, rolling his eyes, you know. So, but little experiences like that, Lamont, I, I think to myself, it gave me an opportunity to um, to break the ice, uh, to let them know that that you know, as as black people, we're not we're not some strange alien race. And uh, for a, a family that had never experienced that before, an African-American or black, whatever you want to call it, uh, I think it helped them. Uh, it helped them to become more relaxed so that the next time a brother or a sister, uh, they're encountered uh, by a brother or sister, they're, they're a little bit less uh, apprehensive. And they say, you right. know, well, that, that guy Pat Murphy was okay, so you know, maybe there's something going on here that we that we were kind of, you know, ignoring for a long time. So little experiences like that, Lamont, I think are so important. Once again, we have our stories to tell, and we have things that we can learn from each other if we just take the time. If we just take the time. 
Well, my first time to uh my first time to Nice, going to Nice, uh I was going to Cannes. I was going to the International Music Conference and um the taxis. The taxis just new Mercedes, you know what I mean? So uh yeah. I got in a taxi and uh I was asking the driver, you know, what was you know, um the fare um to Cannes from Nice. So uh, he told me six hundred francs. <laughs> and, Did you get and, out of the and, 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 <laughs> Well, no, I did something a little bit more silly than that. I I I asked the man, "What the hell are you gonna do with that many hot dogs?" <laughs> <laughs> and, and then <laughs> and then it, then it, then it dawned on me we were talking about money. You know what I mean? We we're talking yeah, about francs, yeah. like a hot dog. Oh boy. But anyway, he got a kick out of it too, and then I learned something too about currency exchange and all of that stuff. Oh yeah, I remember uh, traveling. I didn't, I didn't get to Nice, but I did get to Germany. I went on the flight over there. Um, I was sitting next to a uh, a woman from Bavaria. We spoke in English the whole time from uh, from LaGuardia all over to Frankfurt. And uh, we've been speaking in English for like nine hours. I said, look, you know, I said, it's been great chatting with you, but uh, I would like to learn some German, you know, something that I could use, you know, when I get off the plane. She says, sure, what would you like to say? I said, well, uh, well, how about I'm happy to be here? She goes, okay. Ich bin froh, jetzt zu sein. Now, this is a long time ago, and I still remember that. So she was a good teacher or something. So I said, Ich bin froh, jetzt zu sein. And now, you know, when you're learning a language, you sort of you, ex- you sort of act like you're giving a speech. Ich bin froh, jetzt zu sein. Ich bin froh. And you say, you know, I'm happy to be here. So anyway, I'm practicing this all the way through the airport, on the train, all the way to a small town. And um, we had a little... Uh, train, we're changing trains in this little small train platform. So I'm practicing. There was nobody there, and I hear my voice reverberating. Ich bin froh, zu sein. I am happy to be here. And meanwhile, I look across the platform. I see this guy just cracking up, <laughs> laughing. And he comes all the way across the train platform. He says, "Man, I said that your your German sounds very good." Um, he says, "But I've never seen anybody so happy." To be at a terrain station. <laughs> <laughs> so well, man. Well, I did learn the language a little bit, you know. So, uh, but yeah, but you just the, had the, to practice the, the, experiences, the experiences that you have traveling around. You going to Nice? Me uh, uh, hitting Germany. I've been able to go to several countries, uh, European countries, down to Mexico, Canada, all the way across. And it is really interesting what you can pick up. As you go, but I learned a lot when I was with up with people. I learned a lot uh, going through that experience. I want to get to the Paul Howard project as well, but I kind of tend to stumble my way through the conversation. <laughs> oh, that's but, okay. Um, but guess what? Before, hey, listen. Uh, I want you to hold that thought, man. We're gonna play some of your music right quick, man, so our listeners can put their ear on it, man. And we'll jump right back on that. I don't want them. I don't want them to. 
not think we're going to play some of your stuff. Yeah, yeah, give something a spin. That would be good. All right, everybody, you know what I like to say. Um, uh, let the windows down, turn the air conditioner up, and uh, put your ears on this. It's uh, Pat Murphy, and this is Heart of America, and then we'll be back.
Hello, Pat. I know there was a story behind that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Heart of America. You know, that song I wrote as a for a special project. I was working on a project several years ago about America's 400th anniversary, Jamestown, Virginia. And it was about the founding of the first uh, British colony here in the United States. It was... Um, I had to read up about it. It was a very, really interesting story. And there's another song that came from that I hope listeners get to hear. But, uh, but uh, yeah, the, the Virginia Company uh, came over in 1607 and planted themselves in Jamestown, Virginia. And they had to figure out how to survive and figure out how to get along with the uh, Native Americans that were already there. Talking about Captain John Smith, Pocahontas, and all all of that stuff. Uh, the Powhatan Indians was the tribe that was in that area, Jamestown, Virginia, and all around there. And uh, you mean so they didn't come America, over? You mean they? Didn't, you mean they didn't come over on a ship? <laughs> that, that, well, we, we did. We we came over about twelve years later. Uh, no, the Indians were already here, man. They had already staked their claim, but you know that they, they weren't trying to own anything. It's just hey, just the land is where we live. So, Heart of America, um, as a piece itself, there's a line in there that says, uh, in the rap, that says, "Keep the promise in the promised land," and that is the nub of it. You know, uh, we are, are so blessed, uh, essentially, to live in this country. You know, we have our issues. Some things we got to deal with. We got an opportunity to uh, to have our voices heard uh, coming up real soon, and uh, encourage people to make their voices heard. But uh, my feeling is that we are all Americans. We are Americans, you know. Uh, we we are a country of immigrants. We come in from all over the place, um, but we are essentially. Uh, we are the heartbeat of this country. We, as we the people, are the heartbeat of America, and we have we have suffered being uh, split up and divided up as as a uh, uh, as Americans over the past several years, uh, particularly over the past few years. It's unfortunate, you know. But uh, that song is just to remind all of us, you know. We, we all want the same things. Everybody wants to be able to pay their bills. They want to be able to get an education. They want to be able to retire with some dignity. Uh, we all want the same thing. We may have different ways of getting there, uh, but, but okay. We got different ways of getting there. But you know what? We all have ownership in this country. And, and, and that song, Heart of America, is really uh, underlining that fact. And again, written for... Uh, America's 400th anniversary. My man Ken Ashby got me involved in that. I don't know if he's listening, but shout out to Ken. Thank you so much, man. But um, yeah, and there's and there's more. There's more where that came from. In fact, you know, uh, Lamont, I don't know if you want to do this or not. I'm going to throw this your way. There's another song I hope we can play in honor of Black History Month. Which one is that? Uh, it's called I Have a Name. But I don't know. You 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 might have a plan. You might have a plan for something else, which is all right too. Uh, but being no, black. but I did I did kind I did kind of um uh I did have a, a comment or um uh, a comment. We were talking about uh, you briefly touched on the vote thing. 
you know, what I would like to see in this country, because I don't really think there's a lot of confidence in the whole voting process, I would like to see somebody introduce a bill or come up with a way where the American people could totally be confident in the tallying of the votes. You understand what I'm saying? (laughs) You know, because, I mean, at the end of the day, yeah, maybe, but at the end of the day, you know, I'm hearing a lot of conversation about we need to go out and vote. So what difference does it make? You you got all these votes for one thing, and they don't want that vote to count. You know what I'm saying? So, okay, we went through that. That's what I would like to see. We went to the Iowa caucus, which was, was not a good representation of what uh, is possible in this country. Uh, and hopefully uh, we learn as we go. But I, I couldn't, I was, I was stunned. I couldn't believe that. But, uh, yeah, you know, I, I, was, I was watching a speech from, a speech from uh, Barack Obama. It was at um, Illinois State University or University of Illinois or something. And uh, he was saying, and I, I, I tell you, I still like, Obama, you know, he's still still my man. I wish he could have gone another eight years. That would have been great. But he was saying that, you know, you wanna you wanna honor me, you wanna you want to uh to to let me know that you appreciated, you know, what what I've tried to do. Go out and vote. That's how you can thank me. Go out and vote. And Lamont, I agree with you. Our our, our voting system uh, has a lot to be desired. And uh, you know, I don't know if um if just a one vote, one person, or the electoral college, or whatever's going to happen, but um, uh, and having to deal with voting whatever the process, yeah, yeah whatever, whatever the process, process. Yeah. I would just like to be uh, uh, comf- comfortable that whoever wins those votes is accurate, and not this little old man at the end of the day say, hey, "Paul, hey, hey, uh, uh, hey, hey, Donald." Um, you know what? There's a lot of votes over here, you know, but but you my man, you you my man, because ain't nobody gonna be able to come behind me and check me anyway, because I'm the <laughs> end all to this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So we just yeah. gonna say you won. How about that? So that's yeah. the issue. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> hey, look, yeah, no, we gonna no, have to have no, a whole I'm another show you. on that one. <laughs> I, 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 I'm with you. And then way back, way back, we had hanging chads that we had to worry about. And now you, who knows who's getting involved in our elections, whether it's the Russians, the Chinese, the Portuguese, or Wombies, and the whoever. You know, every <laughs> oh, man, it, yeah, well, you know, it, it's not a perfect system, but we got to, you know, again, I said it earlier, we got to play the hand we're dealt. And uh, I think Absolutely. the young people, all of you young people out there, it is going to be in your hands. You must get yeah. out. And vote, you must get out and participate. You can't sit back and complain. Uh, we have got to be involved. We have got to be engaged. And uh, any young writers out there, uh, if you got an opinion about this, write it. Write, write something about yeah, it. Co- Put it on YouTube. Uh, get it out on. there. Come on, come on and talk to come talk on. to Brother Patterson here. Yeah, let's talk about it because I'm interested in hearing because I got some questions too because I didn't been around a little minute, but I sure got some questions because a whole bunch of things got me scratching my head. Mhm. Well, we gotta we gotta. Listen, we gonna go ahead. 
Pat, we're gonna go ahead and and, and put that song. Let our ears put their listen. Let's put their ears. <laughs> let our listeners put yeah, their ears and on. Let that I thing have a name. Crank it up and let it blast. This is the Paul Howard Project. Oh, you know another thing, Lamont. If you want, you can give away a CD, man. We'll figure out how to do it. We can give away some CDs today if you if you got a, a way to do that, man. I'll get them to you. And this is Black History Month, man. So we're gonna celebrate. Well, that's that's very easy, everybody. You know, um, if you'd like to get one of these CDs that uh, Pat's offering up, you know, hit me up on my email, Lamont at worldmovement.com, or call our office, World Movement, 323-957-7322, and let us know that you heard it right here, and we'll get the CD delivered to your house. How about that? That's right. Amen. Yeah. Put your ears on this, everybody. I have a name, Mr. Pat Murphy. I have a the founding of America's hometown as the roots of democracy were being laid down. Peace with the palatins was slipping away. The Virginia colony was here to stay. And just anchored from over the sea at the docks of Point Comfort, ironically, the ship that bore the name White Line brought cargo of a particular kind that came from a West Coast African nation infected by colonization.
Louder, Equino, Benjamin Banneker, W.E.B. Du Bois, and a whole lot more. I'm the soul of my father, the heart of my mother, the blood of my sisters, and the blood of my brother. I'm the living proof of those who've come before and the seed of what is yet in store. In this great land of equality, isn't every person supposed to see a chance to realize their own dream? I thought that's the way it was meant to be. It's our collective heritage, not an item, an entry on a page. For underneath it all, the simple fact remains. Yeah, I have a name. tell you, every time I hear that song, I still remember when uh, reading about that whole thing about the founding of uh, Jamestown, Virginia, and the part where they're bringing the slaves from the Ivory Coast over across the ocean. And they come in, you have this treacherous trip, and not all of them made it. Not all of them made it. Um, they, they died. There was disease and all sorts of stuff on the boat. They died on the way, and they get to a place called of all things, Port Comfort. How ironic is that? And, uh, yeah, I'm, I still tear up when I think about that whole story, you know, getting into it and reading it. But, uh, yeah, and, uh, you know, we were just sold like property. I could not imagine having lived through that, but our ancestors did. And uh, um, we we must thank them for being as strong as they were and for as determined as they were to, to at least give us a chance to to not have to go what they went through, you know. But, uh, yeah, I haven't, I, haven't had the opportun- I haven't had the opportunity to visit that place, but I'm sure it has a, a lot of history. Uh, or, yeah. or is it one of those situations where uh, they try to downplay what happened there? Uh, the, the area is still there, but... Uh, you know, I haven't been to Port Comfort myself. I've been to Jamestown, uh, but I did not uh, get to go to Port Comfort when I was in the area. But uh, it's it's they probably call it something else now. You know, I don't know. But uh, yeah, man, Black History Month, man. You know that that's that's my my contribution <laughs> for this time around. But uh, well, let's talk yeah, about so, um, let's talk about you. Let's talk about your your band for for a minute. I mean, uh, uh, did you for do the all Howard, the composing on that? For yeah. the Paul Howard project, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, wrote, I mean, this this song all, here in in particular. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Uh, written and uh, did the music, the, the lyric particularly. I had some help. Uh, I had a I had some actually. <laughs> Interestingly enough, I had some European help on that particular song, a guy named David Mackay. He produced a band that I was with years and years and years ago. We recorded for RCA Records. And um, he his whole thing was uh, producing uh, British pop rock. Uh, but at, at that particular moment, uh, we were working on this project for the uh, Jamestown 400-year uh, anniversary. And uh, the guy that was putting that project together bought 
Dave McKayan as uh, the producer of the music. And so uh, he, he put kind of a British a British spin on it. <laughs> but, uh, you know, you know, so he put a British spin on it, but the words, but the, the lyric and the, and the intensity of the story, I hope still uh, uh, prints through. Uh, and uh, it, it is, uh, yeah, but it's, yeah, so you know, that track has been, been around for a bit. But yeah, that one, yeah, James. Uh, but yeah, yeah I like the music, uh, the, you know, the Paul, Howard, Paul Howard project, and we're, you know, we're we're just kind of pulling that one together. I got to send a shout out to Sherry Lee of Elevated Entertainment. You know, so if anybody is interested in seeing us uh, come to your city or town, uh, Elevated Events one two three at gmail dot com. Sherry Lee, she will get us hooked up. And uh, this is the Paul Howard Project. We are, you know, it's it, it is a project right now. It is something that I've has been a dream of mine for a long time, and uh, I do. You know, there's some couple of social statement things in there, but you know, my goal in writing the, in the Paul Howard project was really to write some music that that was also uh, had broad appeal. And um, there's a couple of songs on there I hope uh, sort of do that as well. They're more like you know, relationship kind of songs and how's it going with your girlfriend or your, or your significant other. Everybody, so everybody could everybody could relate to those kind of songs. You know, yeah, that. man, and I, you know, I'm I'm a, I'm a happily married man, but like <laughs> I I had to uh, part of this project. I used to vent uh, some of the stuff that was that was going on <laughs> at the time. You know how relationships uh, you, go. You, you 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 were that other guy, right? <laughs> you were that other I guy. was the guy. I was the, I was both guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I mean. So, yeah. The other guy yeah, at the moment. Yeah. Oh man, boy, boy. But uh, yeah. So there's, there's there's some stuff on there like that. You know, cool her mind. It's really more of that kind of um, uh, more upbeat and kind of telling the story. Like, hey, you know, everything is what it is. You know, <laughs> regardless. You know. But yeah, the Paul Howard well, project. You know. I, you know. Go ahead. Wait. No, I was going to say, if you're going to keep it real, some things, that's what they say, it is what it is, you know, and honesty oh, yeah. is the best key because that's the only way you could get growth. Oh, yeah. And there's some stuff on there that uh, the uh, the other uh, really good friend of mine, he's from out in uh, Southern California, Alan Phillips. He's really into, uh, he, he does jazz, world music combo. He is an amazing producer and musician. I cannot thank Alan Phillips enough for uh, his contributions to this project. And we were doing it. I, I tell you, when I was recording this CD, I was gigging, and he was gigging out in California. And we'd be 2 or 3 in the morning, and uh, he'd say, Pat, Pat, uh, here's, here's an idea for this. And, uh, you know, take these vocals and take them up, you know, uh, sing them a little bit higher and, and fill this thing out and do that. Uh, One Breath Closer is a song that, that uh, really, uh, Alan is all over it. Uh, One Breath Closer, uh, I love you, uh, cool her mind. But these songs, uh, he really just brought them to life, and I can't thank him enough for uh, what he did uh, to to really make does it happen. He, does he, you know? he? He does he play himself? Oh yeah, he's a keyboard player, awesome keyboard player, percussionist. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Alan okay. Phillips is awesome, and he he's uh, produces a lot of, uh, uh, as I said, jazz, world beat combination music, and. He, he's very good. You can look him up, and he, his resume is—he's outstanding. Yeah. 
He's one of them guys. Right, right. Well, listen, man, so, uh, I got a couple more songs for you, so I'm I'm, I'm going to get them in here, man, before before the time is up, man, because the time always flies when, you, when you're having fun. Yeah. So let me yeah, see. Yeah, I talked to we got, I'm, I'm, Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Go ahead. Go for it. And turn it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we say turn it up. Everybody, you know the drill. Yeah. Uh, yeah, man. Let the... Let the windows down, turn the air conditioned up, put your ears on this. It's Pat Murphy and Make stay strong. Scream for me. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Girl, Miss Dramaganza, mm-hmm, check. Lip gloss, check. Mascara, check. I am Indy with the homie K. Biddy, check, check. You listening to Blog Talk Radio, baby, and I love you for it. Mwah. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. We back with our guest yeah. today, Mr. Pat Murphy, man. That was another jamming tune, man. Yeah, man. Like the guitar work on there, my buddy Bob Huff, uh, a smoking guitar player, man. He he was in up with people with me. He and I traveled together my first year, and uh, uh, I've known him all my life. He's uh, probably one of my best friends in the whole world, Mr. Bob Huff. There's a uh, there's a line in that song. I don't know if, if you listen to Carter or not, but there's a line uh, that says, "When the ridiculous becomes acceptable." And I wrote that long. I wrote. I wrote that line probably ten years ago, if not more. When the ridiculous becomes acceptable, and what are we going through right now? There. Anyway, I, I, my head will blow up if I start getting on a rant about that. <laughs> but, but I think again, we have got to believe. We have got to believe uh, in ourselves. We have got to believe in, in the possibilities beyond what is happening right now. We have to. What is our, what's the alternative, yeah. you know? So, uh, well, that's, that, what yeah. the, that's, what that word, that's what that word faith is, isn't it? Uh-huh. That's right. Believe in what you cannot see and feel and touch right in front of you. You've got to have that faith. It's funny, that, that hook, yeah, uh, stay, stay, <laughs> the Stay Strong hook, I, I was listening to late. Late night talk radio. Some woman had called in, and she said her life was was a real mess, and she was praying that that things would would get better. And, and she just kind of, as you're saying, she kept the faith, and uh, and and things, as it turned out for her, the things did turn around her life. She ended up getting a great job, starting to get called up on her bill. She sees, you know, all you put bill out there, just stay strong. It will happen. And so that's where the hook came from. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Got to stay strong. We got to continue. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, man. Well, I tell you, that hour, I would just kind of go by fast, and I would, I could probably ramble on, but I don't want to. Yeah. Yes, sir. Thank you. That's how it is, man. Time flies when you're having fun because, listen, we could talk about a whole bunch of stuff that brought us both to where we are at this point in time. But, listen, we oh, got yeah. enough time, man. We're going we're gonna to get Cooler Mind in there real quick. Woo! All right. Yeah. Yeah, this is Cooler Mind, everybody. Mr. Pat Murphy, you know who it is.
Everybody go buy it, man. But I want to give you an opportunity to let everybody know where they can get in touch with you at the last minute or so. I'll tell you what, you can get in touch with me through uh my agent, uh Sherry Lee of Elevated Entertainment. And uh the webs the uh, email is elevated events one two three at gmail dot com. All one word, elevated events one two three at gmail dot com. And then uh, she can, uh, if you would like to get a prior copy of the CD, contact Lamont. We're going to hopefully give give some away if you call in. Uh, but if you would like to uh, purchase uh, the CD, also if you want to get hold of the Paul Howard Project, it is in iTunes. You can only get it in iTunes. So iTunes for the Paul Howard Project, Pat Murphy, the Paul Howard Project. That's how you get it. Buy a bunch of them. I I'm starving. Please help. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you very much, man, for taking time coming out and chat with us, man. Don't be a stranger. Uh, uh, come through. Um, have Sherry uh, send that autograph picture to the office, man. We put it on the wall with all our other celeb friends. And uh, we had fun, man, and, and, and much success, man. We appreciate you again. Well, thank you so very much. And uh, I look forward to speaking with you again at some time. Oh, absolutely, man. Count on it. Count on it. All right, everybody. That's Mr. Mr. Pat Murphy. Check him out. If you was late joining the show, you ain't got no excuse. You can hear everything in its entirety worldwide in just a couple minutes. So go check it out. You'll love it. This is Sweetie Love coming to you live in total bliss. You are listening to the best of I Am Angie on Blog Talk Radio with your host, K. Diddy. Ciao.
有他。